With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy. I'm your hostess, L.B. Duchess. Due to some technical difficulties, we will be joining our one-year show in progress. Enjoy and have a Socially Savvy week. Today's show is about a 
you know, once they acknowledge you, that's the other thing. That's part of the reservation. Like some other restaurants, you know, you'll stand there and they'll kind of wave the thing at you. Some better restaurants, they'll go, yeah, we'll be right there. You know, it's, like you said earlier, your table's just not quite ready yet. We'll get right back. Because nine times out of ten, the management is all about the 
that whole experience. Yeah. And if they don't know about it, they can't fix it. Speaking of they don't know about it, a perfect story. So I was at another restaurant in Seattle, uh, my wife and I, and we're, you know, they come by, they're prompt, and say, how are you, for the water, except the waiter had this big gash on his finger, this big red, gnarly little thing, and it's just right there in your face, and you're just like, ooh. And, uh, you know, you kept looking at it, you, like, you kind of, like, tried the hint. Finally, I had to go grab the manager and say, you know, that guy over there needs a Band-Aid, you know, or something, you know, and, of course, the manager was like, whoop, what, whoop. Went over there, and next thing you know, he's got a Band-Aid, and, you know, if you don't, don't be afraid to say something, you know. And if they end up getting mad at you, well, that's, I don't want to see that person. I think that's totally unacceptable. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then, that goes right into another story, I think Remember, I think it's hard when you are the one who's working really hard, and, and maybe you're having an off day, and you happen to be a service, so you're always giving everything every day. But in the back of your mind, you have to remember that these people are willing to pay money not to do things themselves, or not to make things themselves. Um, and one of my favorite stories is, like for me, when I go out, I don't pay you to get a buzz on. I am paying money. Understand, I'm paying money to get intoxicated. So anything you do to mess up that intoxication is a waste of my money and going to make me very, very angry. I will have my angry eyes on. <laughs> yeah. So there is that, that very precarious balance. You've got to, in a sense, deal with issues um, or, or something, take it off the floor, make sure that the people that you're serving don't see it. There's a lot of a little bit of a balance here. I mean, I know Chloe, you've been in this industry long enough, probably wouldn't be at all. I've really lucked out, though. I mean, the company I've worked for is the restaurant. They're really focused on, you know, courtesy, honesty, and respect. They know service inside and out, and uh, they've taught me and trained me, you know. Some of the things you guys are talking about, I'm sitting here cringing, you know, and it's like, uh, just because I don't, I don't necessarily, I have the power behind me to make sure that I really, the guest experience is always absolutely perfect and I don't have to deal with um, being kind of in a, in a position where I can't make it happen, you know, so um, rest assured, you're going to be very well taken care of in this restaurant and we're very, <laughs> very gracious to our, to our guests. But, I, I really think that the, the main thing that runs a restaurant successfully is energy. Is the fact that you don't take yourself so serious. Know what good food is. Know how to have fun. Know how to treat your employees well. The where they're happy at their job and they go out and they're taking care of the guests, knowing that they're going to make a fair wage or a good wage. And give them food that they can be excited about, like what we have in front of us. So you guys want me to talk about this? Yes, yeah, yeah, go for it. Perfect segue for the food that was because there is some beautiful food in front of us. Right. I'm just like confident to so, be here. As my, uh, you know, I got down here, and we we did good food. I got down here about four or five months ago, and uh, I was really fired up to work with Chef John Price. I had worked with him at Daniel's Boiler down at Lashai, and um, he's all he. I'll, I'll quote him. He says, "I want to put food on the plate that's jiggy." You know, and it's stuff that you, you eat it with your eyes before you eat it with your mouth, and um, this is exactly what we've accomplished here. So, the first one is uh, what Jason's digging into, the filet carpaccio. We use filet mignon, 
uh, Chef John, he, he steers the outside of it. You know, usually it's typically completely raw, but he likes to steer the outside of it, get a little bit of the, of the season and also some nice color on the filet. And then your traditional couchemage, you have caramelized onions, you grate that Parmesan Reggiano, fresh, little uh, capers and the crostinis. And then uh, you kind of just make an open-faced sandwich with the crostini and that blue cheese, uh, horseradish aioli. We put this on the menu about a month and a half ago. It catapulted to the number one seller in a heartbeat. So not surprised because you're hobbying for me. So, good. I'm the Sancho guys for our foodies. It's spread out uh, kind of fan shape. It's got your little amount of what he said. What's nice about this, I'm a fan of Capaccio a lot. Some Capaccio is slight, slightly frozen, mm -hmm. and when it's done that way, it comes out as a little bit watery. This is not watery at all. This is very, you know, it's cold with the warm outside, but it's not that wet soggy that you might find in some other restaurants. So you got to let you know. Oh, yeah, but if you guys were here, you'd be able to taste it yourself. So, think about it next time. Uh, I was going to say, all of our socially sensitive listeners The key point is a very sharp blade. Yeah. On your, on your side. So, the, the other thing that I thought about when I got down here was that we had a, a really nice calamari on the, on the menu. It was a fried calamari, and I thought to myself, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't think Italians really fry anything. And, and I've had some fantastic calamari that were sautéed, and I wanted one on our menu. And so we sautéed the calamari. It's a really quick flash here. You, you can overdo this really quickly and make it a rubbery dish. Um, but it's been a really rustic tomato broth. A lot of like the roasted garlic shallots are in the broth. And what I recommend is you take that roasted garlic shallot and kind of spread that on the crostini, and then put the calamari on top and it's just how great. Okay, I'm gonna hand you my plate and then have you do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm gonna so, take my carpaccio a little thunder sauce. Okay. Because so it's it wonderful. Really good. <laughs> so when you very true about, you know, calamari, when you know you're at a great restaurant, or a good restaurant that does it right, is that, you know, you don't want to be chewing on rubber bands. And that's the thing that what some restaurants overdo it. They think, oh, I've got to cook it to it's done. You know, whether no, it's I fried. Do rubber bands. No. Whether it's fried calamari or saute. And he's right, you know, a lot of times they don't really deep fry it. Some things they do, it just depends on the region. But uh, this dish looks wonderful. It's sitting in a bowl. It's got a little light tomato sauce. It looks beautiful. One of the things that I really admire about the, the way that even the this business is when I sit back in the kitchen with John and we create these dishes and then I see them go out to the table and that moment when you set it down and you get someone you just see a mouth and they go wow. Yeah. Like that, that's it. That's enough said. That's all that's all the reassurance I need to know that we're doing a good job. You know? um, one of my favorite dishes and it's not it's not typically uh, you know from Italy, but it's just something that I just absolutely love, and I think it's vibrant and fresh, and I have a patio, and I have some fantastic white wines that are bright and crisp, it's just from ceviche, and uh, we, we enzymatically cook it in lime juice, and uh, you know, chop up the prawns, it's got a little tomato, red onion, cucumber, and then uh, it's got to have cilantro in there, and uh, it's served in a martini glass uh, over uh, avocado, a little endive, and, um, we... The endive story. We use the endive as the vessel. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And then I spear out and fill it up and then just use that as the uh, best one. I've never, I've only had it once. You gotta try it. You're gonna, you're gonna fall in love with it. And then you got me on blog, nice, nice sunny day out on the deck, happy hour, and you're gonna fall in love. Speaking of the deck, they have a uh, kind of an outside seating right in front, right? Right. And it's even got, because of our cold weather here in Washington, they've also got heaters. So you can come out here and it's covered and you can enjoy the nice cooler air if you're like those those cooler nights. I haven't opened it yet. Ah. <laughs> it's coming. 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 It's front wall to the, the restaurant opens up as well, kind of accordion doors. So the restaurant has a really fun feel during warm days. Completely open air restaurant and uh, the, the deck is just really inviting and you can come in and out. And we'll, we'll wrestling with some other live music type things maybe during the... I'll, I'll keep you posted about these. I'll take a deal with you. Yeah. Okay, well before we get to have you tell us about the That tells you that they're not that high in alcohol, you know, like some of those other ones. Yeah, and they're
we have undying love for our children. We do. Listen to them. But I, I had quietly and calmly gone up and recommended or suggested that the lobby is available um, until the child calms down. Or a lot of times, I'll go out of my way to bring crayons or crackers or something to just kind of occupy the child right away, yeah. and the parent usually will really kind of, kind of appreciate that as well. But um, it comes with the territory. You, you know, we're, we're in a people business, and people have children, and the bottom line is. That's that's a fun part of it. Yeah. One thing I like with the, you know, if you're if you're not wanting to be around kids, it looks like you guys always have full service at a bar. Correct. If you're of age, go to the bar. Because you and your yes. uh, your significant other have to be seated in the bar, because then you won't be around kids, guaranteed. And that's yeah. you know, just a good way to get around it. Well, and I know the way you guys separated out here, it is really nice. And and we because you have both. Sometimes it's not uncommon to have six dishes. Well, when uh, my husband and I were younger, we 
the tougher one is when they're not putting the table, they automatically get the and they're like, well, I have to do this. Hands down, being ignored. I was being ignored. Hands down. That is what I'm doing. Going, going right into, uh, you know, just waiting that 10 minutes or whatever. Someone forgot about you, doesn't know you're there. Uh, it's not being greeted, and my phone's to the cracks. That destroys your experience from the get-go, and you're looking through the negative eyeglasses that crap. You know, yeah. uh, too much, too much interaction. I can give you pretty, pretty apparent hints that I don't want you yeah, <laughs> at my table, but I can fix that. I can't fix being ignored. Well, you can't We had a bus boy one time come by and kept taking our wine glass, kept grabbing it. We were at a restaurant downtown, and I finished, you know, and I let it go down and go down and walk and pray and go grab it. And like, so the, the waiter would come by and go, where did the glass go? Well, the bus boy took it. He put a glass down. He finished the glass, he took it away. And we were kept counting just to see how funny it would be, you know. Uh, so what do we have wow, on the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so again, uh, Chef Price and my sous chef, uh, Lance Stahl, they came up uh, gave us some other stuff. It was just next level stuff. Uh, these are uh, risotto cakes, a little shiitake mushroom over the top, formaggio cheese sauce, your traditional pond cocktail. I asked them to go heavy on the horseradish. I just think pond cocktail is better that way. Our filet mignon flatbread, a little diced bell pepper. Do you say filet mignon flatbread? Filet mignon oh, flatbread. Goodness. It's a steak pizza. It's a steak pizza. It is. But we call it a flatbread. It's got uh, three different cheeses on there, formaggio, parmesan, mozzarella, um, caramelized onions, filet mignon sliced up to medium rare. Um, we're gonna drink some wine with these. You guys don't mind? Well, first I chose this one because we're doing a really fun thing out in Woodenville, close to Woodenville, uh, and as many wineries sign up for this, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna pair up with these guys. So pretty much we're gonna do Brian Carter Cellars tonight. We have his Tudoroso. Brian Carter does a uh, his whole stick is uh, he does. Um, Old world style wines, Washington fruit, Tudoroso, obviously, uh, super Tuscan style, a lot of Sangiovese, Northwest Spin, adding a little bit of Syrah. Uh, I think he's got a little Cabernet in there. Um, but what I, the reason why I chose him is because he's partnered up with us that if you show your Spazo dinner receipt at his tasting room, your tasting's free. Oh, nice. And if you show his tasting room receipt here at Spazo, you get an appetizer on us. And I want to build that out to as many wineries that are willing to, to join up with me just to cross, uh, cross promote each yeah, other. Right and, down. You know, it, it's just it's a fun deal. These guys are doing great things out in Woodenville. We're close to Woodenville. Uh, I'm a strong believer that our wine list needs to represent Woodenville in a really passionate way. Uh, we've just added 60 wines to our wine list from Woodenville. This is one of them. Oh, uh, wow. And outside of all that, it tastes really good. It does. I Behind them, and they can do 
uh, higher end wine, but uh, I think we're really blessed to have this little place called Woodenville right by us yeah. because we've had dozens and dozens of what are just literally a couple years past being garages winemakers yeah. that are making stellar world class wine. Uh, and Limited you know, run. Right. You know? Um, so I, I'm happy to be a restaurant that close to them because I can have them in my restaurant. I can have them come and do wine maker events. Well, that's yeah. going to help. I might have all of our wine contacting because yeah. do it. We like that idea. Do it. You've also got um, Sister, which is about a 25 minute away with Carnation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some up in Monroe. I mean, there's, there's a lot on the school corridor that um, I know two, two wineries for sure, and that's the third one that I listen to. Yes. Wonderful, places, and they love being part of the whole Washington Wine. So I was going to, uh, when Corey's driving some of the, the flatbread there, but I was going to ask him, you know, again, here's another attention to quality. Everybody's had their shrimp cocktails, always. Oh my gosh. And I'm a firm believer, you know, like, I'm sorry to use an old saying from uh, Legacy. You know, flour just becomes salted, water just becomes salted. When you taste just the shrimp by itself without any of the sauces, it actually has flavor. And that has to come from your, your chefs when you prepare it. You know, when you do a shrimp cocktail, folks, you, uh, you boil it in a, a water or a brine or something. That's where some of the flavor comes. Shrimp, unless certain shrimps have certain different flavors, this has got a nice texture, not overcooked. I mean, the chefs did a wonderful job on this. Well, the horseradish got me. I don't know about you guys. I was yeah. Bad. <laughs> Uh, we're we're firm believers of the large Gulf Proms, you know, the U12, the big guys. You know, I could I can put little ones and line that dish all the way around, but I I, I want wild factor, I want a big massive mm-hmm. and, and yeah, we, we, we prep a whole lot more and less. You know, I want all I always want fresh products and, and good stuff. I'd rather sell out every night than you know, Here's something we can uh, talk briefly on. So, as a restaurant tour, is it better to uh, is it better to run out, or is it better to have too much? And you can either say on a regular. In my opinion, if it's on the menu, unless it's a special item, you know, I hate for it to run out. I mean, granted, if it's 11 o'clock at night, you get ready to close the But at 7 o'clock, you know, it's better to run out of special. Have it in house. So it's kind of like I know it's at the touch of with a lot of different. Well, it, it, that, that's the tightrope that is uh, the restaurant business. It is. Um, understanding you put a menu out there, people have the expectation that it's there, but uh, at the same time, you wrestle with the fact that you only want to put out the freshest product that you can put out. You know, I, I never want. If, if I can't, even if I had plenty of this prep and and I thought the product was not good, I'm still going to 86 it and not take it to you because that's my reputation. You know, so I'd rather prep more and prep more often, and prep less right. and prep more often so that I can give you a better dish in front of you. Uh, and if I have to run out and say, you know what, it's just not the quality that I want to serve you, I'm going to do that. So I understand the ramifications of it. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that. I mean, that's one of the things that I think when you're saying when you have projects, Uh, came up with these, I asked for something, uh, 
simple flavors, but delicious flavors. Um, risotto is a very delicate thing to work with. Uh, you can overcook, undercook, very easy. It should be a little al dente. Um, but really, uh, he came up with this uh, three different cheese, basically Camaggio, the sauce was on the top of it. Uh, it, it was uh, very flavorful, very creamy, and he threw the uh, tacos on the top just to really kind of send it home. Uh, this, again, uh, probably the number two uh, appetizer in our last month uh, with it's our guests.
that you can change the language. It's hard to change it. If you didn't have any language, you know, if you can't do this, we're much more happy to have a maybe than we are to have a yes and a show up. Or how do you adjust that maybe, you know, 24 to 48 hours? Is it at all possible? If you can't just say, you know, make a little book and say, you know, I'm really going to try to get in there if my family is really good. That is so appreciated, especially in the social media world where, you know, we have venues that we book and we're trying to let them know how much we have to have. The people, I still get and appreciate that they're trying to show support to your event, but you don't know when you have the reputation to show up. It just makes me Here's another one of our socially unacceptable is the attire. Oh, We've Lord. had uh, men. Well, you know, we're at a nice restaurant here now. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, show up in, you know, dress pants or uh, blue jeans and a decent shirt. But I think management would frown upon, you know, t-shirts that have uh, wording that's not exactly acceptable. Uh, same thing with women. You know, yeah, you may look cute in that cocktail dress, but it's not necessarily acceptable here. I don't even use neckline plunging down there, and I don't even wear a top tail. They do not even use a the other one is, I'm sure, you know, here. Oh, well, hold on. Oh, he's going to pass it now. I'm not touching that with a 10 Well, there's another one. Being over here in uh, Redmond, folks, we're near Microsoft, and uh, is uh, name dropping. You know, no, you really don't know Bill Gates. Really. Okay, well, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 